0: Nicole had just arrived for her graveyard shift. She made her way through the maze of desks and found her spot. After setting her things down, she received the regular briefing from the outgoing communications operator. Nicole Palmer was in fact a civilian dispatcher for the Pennsylvania State Police. She looked up and saw Corporal Brian Dixon walking past her. The 38-year-old supervisor had worked at the station for just three months, but Nicole remembered hearing that he had been a trooper for seven years and was a Marine before that. Good night, Nicole, Brian smiled as he walked out. See you in the morning. Take care, Trooper Dixon, Nicole said as she looked after him. She marveled that anyone could be a trooper. It took a special person for sure, she thought. She liked working nights. That was when all the crazy stuff happened. Little did she know that Dixon had just completed his final day of work. Nicole settled in, placed her coffee on her desk, and logged into the computer. The first call she received was from a rural area in Pike County. The caller was complaining about a neighbor shooting guns into the night. Just a typical night shift at the station. Rednecks, she thought to herself as she continued to listen to the conversation. Suddenly, she heard gunfire, but it wasn't coming from the phone. She looked over at the front door and realized it was right outside the station. Seconds later, she heard Dixon cry out. This podcast is about heroes in military and law enforcement. Some gave their service for America and served in the armed forces. Some have paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedom, and others protected the local community and died in the line of duty. Our lives would be a whole lot different if it weren't for the hard work and sacrifice of these brave men and women. They could have gone on to live lives that were less dangerous. However, they dedicated themselves to your protection. If you ever have the pleasure of talking to one of them, they'll tell you, I'm not a hero. But I have the honor of walking beside a few. Others will say, the real heroes are those who didn't make it back home. This episode is dedicated to Brian K. Dixon, Jr. Corporal Brian Dixon served in the Pennsylvania State Police as a patrol unit supervisor in Troop R, Blooming Grove, Pennsylvania. Born on Christmas Eve in 1975 in Minot, North Dakota, Brian Dixon was the son of Brian K. Sr. and Darla Shoup Dixon of Falls, Pennsylvania. Brian was a graduate of Pennsylvania State University, having majored in the administration of justice and minoring in sociology. He served his country and state honorably as both the U.S. Marine and a Pennsylvania State Trooper. Dixon graduated from the Pennsylvania State Police Academy on June 11, 2007. After completing field training, his first duty assignment started on December 21, 2007 at Troop Inn in Fern Ridge, about two hours north of Philadelphia. He was first assigned to conduct aggressive patrol operations in Monroe and Carbon counties. Bryan possessed a genuine desire for DUI enforcement, earning multiple awards from the Pennsylvania DUI Association and many additional state police awards. Because of his passion for removing impaired drivers from the roads, Dixon became a part of a select group of troopers and received the Drug Recognition Expert Certification, where he was tasked with recognizing drivers under the influence of drugs. On July 20, 2013, Bryan was promoted to corporal and assigned to Troop K in Philadelphia for about a year. Next, he was transferred to Troop R in Blooming Grove about two and a half hours north of Philadelphia on June 21, 2014, where he served as a patrol unit supervisor. At about 11 p.m. on September 12, 2014, a man set up a position in the woods across the street from the Pennsylvania State Police Barracks in Blooming Grove and began randomly shooting at anyone who emerged. Dixon was his first target as he walked out of the front door after finishing his shift. He was ambushed and had no chance to respond. Dispatcher Nicole Palmer was the first to respond to the incident. She sprinted toward the front door, not knowing what she would find outside. The first thing she saw was Dixon lying on the ground several feet from the front door. All he could manage to mouth was, Help me. He continued trying to speak, but his words came out in incoherent whispers. He then turned his head to the night sky. Afraid for her own safety, Nicole retreated inside, where she discovered that she was locked out of the main lobby. She looked back at Brian and asked him what had happened. Through his whispers and mouthed words, she gathered that he had been shot and wanted her to drag him inside. I looked at him and told him, I can't, she said in a voice that was breaking with emotion during a court hearing. I was afraid for my life. Trooper Alex Douglas had just arrived on shift and was making his way from his car to the front door. Hearing shots ring out, at first he drew his sidearm, but quickly put it away when he saw Corporal Dixon lying on the ground. He immediately ran to him to render aid. Another shot cracked in the night, and Douglas instantly fell to the ground. Dixon then turned his gaze back to the stars and breathed his last breath. Another employee saw Nicole and opened the lobby door for her, she then put out emergency calls to all local law enforcement agencies asking for help. Despite Douglas's injuries, he was able to crawl to safety inside the building. The ambush lasted for about one and a half minutes, where the gunmen fired four shots. Additional troopers arrived on scene and drove their squad cars to the front parking lot. They placed their vehicles between where they thought the shooting was coming from and Corporal Dixon. They were then able to safely pull his lifeless body inside. After being rushed to the hospital, Corporal Brian Dixon was pronounced dead late during that same evening on September 12, 2014. Fellow trooper Alex Douglas, who had received a gunshot wound, was airlifted to Geisinger Community Medical Center Hospital in Scranton and later was awake and talking. He was even unaware that Dixon hadn't survived his wounds after he'd recovered from several weeks at Geisinger Community Hospital. Even though the two troopers had worked together for only several months, Douglas looked up to Dixon as a senior trooper. After the shooting, the subject left the scene, and two days later, investigators discovered his vehicle and additional evidence that was abandoned in a pond just two miles from the Blooming Grove barracks. Following an intense manhunt, the subject was finally taken into custody by U.S. Marshals on October 30, 2014 in an airport hangar in Monroe County, Pennsylvania. This was about 30 miles away from the shooting. In honor of Corporal Dixon, his handcuffs were placed on the subject and he was transported in Dixon's patrol vehicle following his arrest. I cried. I was overwhelmed. Dixon's mom said during an interview one day after her son's murderer was placed into custody. He didn't like to be pushed around. He stood his ground at a young age, and that's indicative of his character. That fit a state trooper quite well. His father also stated during the same interview, If he had at least gotten to see the guy, he was coming off work going home to his wife and our grandkids. But he didn't get that chance. The suspect subsequently was tried and convicted of 12 charges that included capital murder of a law enforcement officer. In 2017, he was sentenced to death. Corporal Brian Dixon was laid to rest with full honors on September 18, 2014 at the Dunmore Cemetery in his hometown of Dunmore, Pennsylvania. During the funeral, one of his fellow troopers said, I promise you that we will take care of Tiffany and the boys as you have perfectly taken care of them throughout your life. During an interview, Alex Douglas commented, He was a supervisor you would want to be like. He wasn't just someone who would sit back and be like, do this or do that. He was out there making drug arrests, DUI arrests. He made so many arrests. He was so impressive. State Police Commissioner Frank Noonan said the attack appeared to be aimed at law enforcement rather than the individuals he shot. Our troopers were shot without warning and really had no chance to defend themselves, Noonan told reporters. It has touched us to the core that such a thing could happen. Brian Dixon and his wife Tiffany had celebrated their 10th wedding anniversary just one month before on August 20th. Brian also left behind two young sons, Brian Keith Dixon III and Adam Robert Dixon. He is also survived by a sister, Stacy Hinckley, and her husband, Mark, of Sweet Valley, Pennsylvania, and his brother, Brandon Dixon, and his wife, of Candace, Kansas. Two and a half years after Dixon's funeral, while his family and co-workers still felt the loss, Northeastern Pennsylvania continued to honor their son. A stone monument bearing Corporal Dixon's name was placed not far from where he was shot. There was also a garden dedicated to him outside the barracks where he served. "'My bond with Tiffany is definitely stronger,' Trooper Douglas commented about the family. "'She's a great, great person. I give her so much credit for what she's going through and what she's dealing with, with the loss of her husband. Corporal Dixon's family and parents, they even motivate me. They put a smile on my face.' Every time I see them, they're just great people, too. Here are some comments that were left on Brian Dixon's obituary site. I was on a work trip in Tennessee this week and saw a -A Books-A-Million. I remember our many Saturday trips to the one in Jacksonville, North Carolina. What 21-year-old Marines spent their Saturdays roaming a bookstore? The normal stop to Taco Bell afterwards was always a treat as well. Grief can be so hard but our special memories help us cope. You will never be forgotten, brother. From Aaron Kiesling, a Marine who served with Dixon. Corporal Dixon was one of the best state troopers at the Blooming Grove, Pennsylvania State Barracks. I met him a few times, very good man, always made sure everyone was safe. He put his life on the line to help others. He was dedicated to his job and took it seriously. He has been a dedicated, loving husband to Tiffany loving father to his two kids, and a good friend and brother. I am very sorry for the loss of Corporal Brian Dixon. He will be missed, and everyone will make sure Tiffany and the boys are still taken care of. By Christina Ramali As a retired detective member of the Chicago Police Department, I am heartbroken in the loss of a beloved brother in blue. Words cannot express how the loss of Brother Brian affects all members of law enforcement. My prayers and thoughts are with the family, friends, and citizens of the community. May our Almighty Father hold the beloved family close. My dear brother, your memory will live on for eternity. Rest easy in God's hands. God also bless the members of the Pennsylvania State Police and keep them safe. From Detective Michael Mazur, retired. Brian is and always will be my hero. I will stand by him forever love tiffany from his wife tiffany dixon well thank you so much for listening to this episode of the remember my name podcast if you have any questions comments or ideas for future episodes please contact me at remember my name podcast at gmail.com you can also find me on instagram at remember my name podcast and twitter at rmn podcast now take a moment and remember this name Brian Dixon.